So, Phyllis, it's wonderful to see you. Happy New Year. Good to see you, CB, and Happy New Year as well. And I hear you have a new puppy? We do. Well, he's not that new anymore. He's 10 months old, but he's still all puppy. Oh, my gosh. How many pounds is he? I think he's up to mid-50s. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. He's going to be a big guy. He is. He's got big old puppy paws, but uh, Airedale Terrier and <laughs> lots of energy, very bouncy. Oh, my God. A lot God. of fun. Uh, so how... How old are they before they stop growing? By the time he's a year, year and a half old, he'll probably be filled out and full size. Okay. Well, look, I want to welcome everybody to listening to CB Bowman Live. This is a special edition. Today, we're going to talk to Phyllis, who is a superb, superb corporate executive coach. And her background is that she comes out of uh, corporate, which is no surprise. And she was in the human resource side with a pharma, a medical device, say it for me. A medical diagnostics manufacturer. Okay, that, she, she was involved with that. And so, <laughs> um, I'm, I'm getting tongue-tied these days with all the medical knowledge that's floating in my head because of COVID and who's doing what and what space people will work on. So you got the biopharmacy, the biomedicine, the this, the that, the that. So forgive me, Phyllis. Yes. But thank goodness for all our scientists, no? Oh, my gosh. Oh, a shout out to them and to all of the healthcare workers. I mean, this is, I mean, gosh. Who knew how important they were in our just daily lives, right? Yeah. And the fact that they sort of really uh, focused in on creating some sort of management for COVID is, is just amazing. You, you, you know, you just have so much love for all of these people. And, um, oh, don't even get me started. I'm just so happy. I'm just so happy. Um, and, and you're speaking to somebody who went through COVID herself with her husband. And fortunately, we came out uh, and we're now in that special club of survivors, a club we didn't want to be in. But given the option, we're real glad to be in it. Right? Yes. Well, definitely glad you made it through and are doing well. Yes. And, and I think it's I really think after listening to your um, connection yesterday in the field, it was really because I was so focused on us having the flu shot mm -hmm. very early on. I think that that was so helpful to us in getting through COVID-19. Yeah, it's interesting how that does seem to help reduce the severity of the disease if you get it. Yeah, yeah. Because we had really, I didn't even know I had it for a while. So so glad that I pushed this forward. And I'm taking the credit as the wife. In the <laughs> <laughs> well, let's face it. We make so many of the healthcare decisions in our homes, right? Don't we? Don't we? So listen, let's get to what we want to talk about today, which is why you joined. And you may hear my puppy in the background because his uncle just left and he's quite upset about that. Um, but um, 
I want to know why you, as a successful corporate executive coach with a stellar career in HR, reporting to the CEO, you were head of HR, why is it that you think people should join professional associations for their field? Great question. And one of the reasons that I sought out ACEC, the Association of Corporate Executive Coaches, when I transitioned from working in-house to setting up, establishing my own coaching practice, was because as, as a senior executive, I had found that there was real benefit in having a, a community of professionals who you could bounce ideas off of. And let's face it, you know, the saying it's lonely at the top is true. And so, especially as an HR leader, um, having other senior HR leaders to share ideas with, have you ever experienced this? Identifying other like-minded strategic thinkers was really important. And so when I was in-house, I was part of a group of, of the top HR executives in various local corporations here in San Diego. And there was tremendous value in that. It was just a really nice community. And so I missed that when I left the corporate world, started my own practice and was building my business and realized that I could benefit from even given all of my corporate experience, I could really benefit from talking with others and connecting with others who had been doing coaching and consulting on their own, building their businesses um, you know, for a longer period than I had. So as I looked around, I really liked what I saw with ACEC. So let me thank you, Phyllis. So let me ask you this question. There are a number of associations for it coaches out there. And I'm going to use the word coaches generally. What were some of the prerequisites that you were looking for when you were trying to decide which association to join? Well, very specifically, I wanted to find a community of those who coached in the corporate environment and particularly people who were former senior executives, you know, experienced coaches with focus and depth in the corporate world because there are a lot of coaches out there. There are a lot of life coaches, there are career coaches, all of them fill important niches. And I wanted to partner with and, and build community with those who really focused on corporate and particularly on uh, senior executive uh, coaching. Mm -hmm. You know, I think a lot of people, um, there's two questions I wanna ask you. One is a lot of people just join associations and expect magic to happen. So um, when you say you wanted to partner with, what, can you translate that first? And then second, um, how, do you, how do you get benefit out of an association? Do you just sign the check over and hope things happen or what do you do? <laughs> well, certainly there is there's the potential to you join and then whatever member resources are available, you take advantage of. But I found that greater value comes when you get more involved. And so you know, being able to sort of being actively involved, I should say, because being able to kick ideas around with others and share information to me is a big part of the the benefit of membership.
Um, I'm also a lifelong learner, and so the ability to you know, engage in discussions with people, learn from their experience, think about how I can share what they've done or, or um, incorporate what they've done into my own business has been really valuable, especially for with the ACEC group. It's, it's folks who operate at an executive level and they really demonstrate that they're enterprise-wise business partners. So that was really important to me to find um, people who are doing business at that level and providing that kind of value to their clients. So as a newcomer, mm-hmm. how do you um, how do you jump into the middle of an association that has existed for a while? Uh, and and especially since ACEC doesn't have chapter meetings. So how do you get to know people and First, I guess the first question is, as a newcomer, how do you get your name spread in an organization so people want to talk to you? Well, a couple of things come up and and surprisingly, CB, this is the sort of thing that often I run into with um, clients who are new to their organization and they're trying to create a network in, in a new role. And it's very similar, you raise your hand, you, I, I'm an introvert, but fortunately I'm a gregarious introvert. Wow. Yeah, I know most people think I'm an extrovert, <laughs> but I, while I need alone time and, you know, I, I'm happy, you just put me on a research project. I just go to town, but I enjoy interacting with people and, and sharing ideas and learning together. And so it takes a little effort, but I have to kind of put myself out there to reach out, introduce myself and express curiosity, learn about other people. Nine times out of 10, not only will you learn a lot, but they will reciprocate and want to know about you. And that's how you start to build a network. So for ACEC that doesn't have chapter meetings, how do you put your name out there? How do you get people to listen to you? How do you get people to respect you? Well, fortunately, I have found that the community of ACEC is very welcoming, first of all. And though we don't have chapter meetings, um, we've really taken advantage of the virtual environment to create connections, learning opportunities, um, committee meetings, and other meetings that allow for sharing of ideas, as I've said, and um, and just getting to know one another. And then by raising my hand and saying, hey, I would like to learn more about that or how can I help with that? I've gotten involved in some smaller group discussions and gotten to know some really great people. Um, it's also kind of interesting. There are a number of ACEC members who are local here to San Diego. And so I've actually gotten together with one of them in person, um, though we were outdoors. Um, So we were socially distanced back when that was still acceptable. Um, And I'm looking forward to opportunities in the future to actually meet more people in person. And so I I think I hear you saying that part of the responsibility for getting maximum, let's say, use out of an association is to put yourself out there in terms of working on projects and then getting to know people by working on those projects? 
Yes, I, I think it's very similar CB to any kind of networking. So if you want to build a strong network, it, you have to look at it not as to what you're going to get out of it, but how you can help, how you can make connections and assist other people. And that has been my approach throughout my career is in building a network, I wasn't looking for, oh, if I connect with that person, they'll be able to help me do or you know, accomplish what I want to do. I mean, certainly I think about who would it be good to know, but ultimately my motive, my orientation around why I'm making these connections is because there is benefit, there's mutual benefit in knowing people. And I learn so much more by doing, most adults do, that getting involved and, and making a contribution is how you get your name out there. And you ask about how do you get people to respect you? When you're delivering value, the respect will follow. I love what you're saying, because one of the things I hear so many people saying is, look, I've got a full roster of clients. I don't have time to join in an association. Or if I have time, I don't have time to do anything for the association. And is it really for the association? Isn't it to sort of not put all your chips in one pocket to say, I can bring in clients, but to network with other people that you can possibly have business relationships with? Oh, absolutely. What I found really helpful is that, you know, when I'm talking to clients and there's a scope of engagement that it might require more than I could handle on my own, or maybe a client wants to interview several coaches and they will ask me because, you know, as you know, with coaching, the fit and the relationship is very important. And if I want a satisfied client, I might want to work with them. But the most important thing is that they're working with a coach, the person who's going to be coached is happy and feels connected to the person that will coach them. And so having made a lot of connections with folks who are senior level, know how to operate and deliver results within a corporate environment is very valuable because even though I'm a sole proprietor, that makes, it's like having a larger organization at your beck and call because I can bring additional high-level quality coaches to clients and meet their needs because I trust that they will serve my clients well. And I think also it's, uh, as you said, it's getting your name out in a way that people see your work ethic, your work theory, your methodology, the tools that you use. I just had a situation where a company contacted me because they were looking for a coach of color uh, who also had huge amount of leadership experience to coach their future CEO. Wow. Now the CEO is probably 10 years out, but the CEO, the potential CEO asked for a coach. That's thought, oh my God. Okay, this is wonderful because I know that are the perfect fit because I know them through ACEC. And, um, and fortunately, I presented three names and one of the three got the assignment, That's which great. is a multi-thousand dollar assignment. Mm -hmm. And 
the company came to me and said, you know, we really like the other two candidates. So we have potential work coming down from them. Now, that was all based upon them being part of projects I'm working on. I know their work ethic. I know their history. I know their style. And I knew they would be a perfect fit. Now, isn't that easy? <laughs> that's terrific. And that's exactly what I've seen as well. Yeah. Yeah. So people that say, so let me just ask you straight up, because I know you have a flourishing practice. How do you find the time? How do you find the time? Well, isn't it the the old saying, you know, if you want something done, ask a busy person? <laughs> so true. <laughs> I actually find I'm more productive if I've got a full plate, because if I have a lot of space in my calendar, I tend to put off things that I know I need to be working on. And maybe I spend more time playing with the puppy, so, <laughs> which is not necessarily a bad thing. Yes. Uh, but I mean, all joking aside, some of my best thinking is when I'm transitioning between work and play. And so making sure that I'm, I'm building in those transitions between work and play, but also keeping a full schedule and staying focused and really thinking about how do I want to grow my business, even during the pandemic, because there's certainly a need for, you know, coaching and greater leadership and unique challenges of leadership that have arisen uh, during the past year. And so how could I not make time for something that is not only going to benefit my clients, but it also helps me grow my business? So let me ask you this then. What do you say to people? So I, I happen to know that you're a very open person and you share beyond belief. I mean, your ability to share and connect with people is so impressive, Phyllis. Oh, thank um, you. What, what is it that you say to people that want to hold all their client information and everything they do, they want to hold it to themselves because they're afraid that somebody else will frankly steal their ideas or clients? Well, and sometimes people come to that point because maybe they've had a bad experience, you know, lack of trust. Um, I guess I have enough confidence in my ability and also a sense that there's, there's more than enough to go around. So what can we do to make the pie bigger as opposed to argue over who gets what size piece of the existing pie? Um, and, and that's a philosophy I've had throughout my life. I love it. No wonder you know such amazing people in all aspects of life. So <clears throat> Phyllis, I should disclose that I'm very much involved, as you know, with ACEC, the Association of Corporate Executive Coaches. Thank you so much for talking to us about the, the reason why you joined yeah. and the experience of, of it all. Are there any parting thoughts about the experience that you have in ACEC? I would say that anyone who is considering an organization like ACEC, give it a try. I mean, you don't have anything to lose. And in particular, the more you will put into the organization, the more you're likely to get out of it. It's an investment in yourself. It's an investment in your personal growth and your business growth. 
but it's also an investment in continuing to deliver new thinking to your clients. Yeah, you know, uh, um, thank you for saying that because uh, first of all, ACEC is a very different organization uh, and association for coaches than others in the fact that we focus on the business side of coaching and we focus on being an enterprise-wide business partner. And go to the ACEC website for a great definition of that. But we truly believe that when you go to coach somebody in the C-suite, you may be talking to an individual, but you're really coaching for the success of the entire enterprise. Yes. And it's so important to be able to meet other coaches that have that same philosophy and ability to do so, knowledge and experience to enhance what they're delivering. Yes, and when you want to help people reach their full potential, I mean, there's a tremendous multiplier effect from that. Absolutely, absolutely. I see we have a question coming in from Catherine Larkin. And she says, great discussion about ACEC and the value of the MCEC designation. Really appreciate the open and relaxed discussion. Thank you, Catherine. Well, thank you, Catherine. So we should talk about what is MCEC. And you have those initials I see right there, as do I. But it's always best to hear from somebody else. What does it stand for and what does it represent? So the master corporate executive coach is someone who has demonstrated not just a commitment to coaching at you know, a corporate level, at a C-suite level, and the ability to do that, um, but is also it's the well-rounded, as you said, the enterprise-wide business partner. So it's really thinking strategically about how to help your executive clients succeed in many respects. So I know it's not an easy designation to get. <laughs> no. <laughs> because it is designed not based upon how many hours you've spent coaching, but it's designed on the success you've had with your client. And that's both measurements are important. Um, there are different organizations that support each measurement. Uh, we support the results that you have with your clients in terms of a return on investment. In other words, how do they see, not how does the coach see, right. how do they see the success of the assignment? And what are they using, because we believe it's not static, what are they using to measure that success? And that's what we want to know. We also want to know that you're giving back to the community and that you have the right tools in your toolkit to help support any kind of situation, um, even if it's a psychological situation that you have a roster of therapists that you can refer clients to and knowing when to refer them. And we also support, of course, our clients understanding how to present in this new world. And we do everything we can to give our coaches that kind of information. And to that point, I'd love to put in a new plug. We are going to have our conference this year. Yay! <laughs> uh, 
It is going to be online for the first time. We're super excited about it. It's going to be in May and June for four days. Where's the camera? Four <laughs> days for four hours over four weeks. And the focus, the, the theme of the conference is the futurist coach. Great. Understanding the mind of the leader. And so we're going to look at what makes your client tick, bottom line. We decided this year not to focus on coaching subjects, even though we are a coaching association. But because of the high-level work that we do, we need to understand much more about the mindset of the buyer. And so stay tuned for great news about it. We're super excited. And Phyllis, I know you'll be there, right? Oh, you know I will. <laughs> because I want to hear all about the challenges that, you know, beyond what my clients are facing, what's everyone else facing? What do they need from us? Right? That's the reason why you're an amazing MCEC. You said it perfectly. Well, everyone, this is a short session. We just wanted to focus on, especially starting the new year, what are you thinking about in terms of the association that you want to join to enhance your professional delivery in the field of executive coaching? If you have questions, please reach out to me at cbbowman, cbbowman at cbbowman.com. It's cb at cbbowman.com. Pretty easy. Phyllis, Thank you so much. And Always a pleasure to talk with you, CB. Great. We will see you around the halls of ACEC, the virtual halls. Um, Alert from Massachusetts. We would, we would love it if Elena you're... Love. Oops, my computer is talking. Um, is your puppy near you? No, he's locked out of the room so that he doesn't you know, crash our conversation. Oh, gosh. Okay, well, next time he's invited. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to CB Bowman Live Special Edition. We'll see you soon. Have a great week. Get to tune in tomorrow for CB Bowman Live Challenges of the C Suite. We look forward to talking to you then. Bye now. <laughs>